slowly wave. Championship can only be won by one. And it's going to touch in 2021. Right. Trader alongside Austin Ragsdale to take you through some NFL action and uh, definitely no shortage today. I mean, I was looking at my phone all day and I was like, oh, there's something to talk about. There's something to talk about. So a lot of trades that are, are going to have some effects. A lot of trades that, uh, well, one in particular anyway, that has us eager to talk to say the least. Uh yeah, just a very interesting week in the NFL. I feel like it's redundant at this point to say that you really just can't predict what's going to happen. Apparently, you're better than I am at it, as, as we'll see later <laughs> on today. But um, it's just been such a wonky year. So, but anyway, how you doing, Austin? Oh, you know, another day, another dollar, as per usual. Yeah, another day, another nickel. <laughs> Gotta adjust for inflation. But, no, uh, yeah, just been a... Interesting couple of weeks. We were talking about it. It was an interesting weekend of sports. Uh, uh, you know, there's the Michigan Michigan State debacle. Still can't believe that. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say over that. That's just kind of like, are you kidding me? Why? Mm, yeah. Just, I, I'm just like, same thing. Why? Why would you throw away your football career before it's really even started? Like, Trust me, it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you, you were at MSU. It wasn't going anywhere. Obviously. Obviously, Seattle has proved that you can pick some good players from MSU. <laughs> but, yeah, um, pretty much the only thing good thing to come out of this weekend was Ross Chastain's uh, Hail Mary in NASCAR. That yeah, was that, that was a top ten right there. You know, yeah. Number one. I think it's still Sports Center number one. Um, Sports Center top ten number one. What's crazy about it? It's the most viewed NASCAR clip ever. Like, I, yeah, because who wouldn't want to see that? That was it? insane. I think it's up to like God, 11 million views already. Like, in the like, last, like, our buddy James walked in in my in my room and was like, Did you see what Chastain did over the weekend? And I was like, No, I didn't see. He's like, Look at this, you're not going to believe this. And he just shows me the video of him riding the wall. And I'm just like, What? Yeah, and that's what's you know, <laughs> I've always been big about like how I, I enjoy NASCAR, right? And I, I think you know, it's slept on. Yeah, this is like one of those things that everybody, no matter the sport, has been talking about it. Like no one can believe what happened. So and he qualified for the yeah, championship. He, the championship. he had to get five spots, and he got five spots, destroying his car in the process. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. It's amazing, man. So balls of the wall, literally. Yeah. That was that was <laughs> awesome. I can't 
Definitely a highlight. If you haven't seen that, I'll go check it out. Hundred percent. That that that's uh, one of those uh, once in a lifetime things you'll probably see. Yeah, I'm, you're never gonna see anything like that. I don't think again. anyone will ever risk that ever again. That no. was pretty crazy. No, I mean that guy is insane. I'm proud to say that he's my favorite driver, and he has been before he even <laughs> was a Cup Series driver. So, yeah. Hey, there that's you go. Awesome. Tiny wins, man. Tiny wins. Tiny wins. So, speaking of tiny wins, the Lions did not win this week. Zero uh, points in the second half. Yep. Um, after they actually looked decent in the first half against Miami. You knew it wasn't going to last. You know, Ever. yeah, yeah. I mean, we all know it's not going to last. But, we know, there's like that – you have like that small 5% glimmer of hope inside of you. It's like that right. Lions fan, that yeah. little giddiness. You're like, oh, man, we're competing with the team. And we've and then it. this second half rolls around and you get kicked in the nuts repeatedly. It's great. <laughs> Just tough. Very, very tough. It's – it's so frustrating. We've talked about it a lot that, you know, that glimmer of hope you talked about, you have it, even though you know you should. And it gets just ripped away. Just same old Lions. Um, I don't really think there's even much to talk about in this week, at least from the game standpoint. They lost because in the second half, they forgot how to play offense. Their defense was pretty bad all game after recovering a fumble for the first time in God, God knows when. <laughs> um, so they recovered a fumble and then, you know, they didn't fumble on the one yard line this week. So, yeah, I mean, they put up decent numbers to be fair. I mean, like golf threw for 300 yards, had a yeah. touchdown, you know, but so still, you think they get their young quarterback this year in the draft? I, I, I know that I'm irked that we're looking forward to the draft already, but what do you think they do this year? Lamar to the Lions. Oh, I'm man. sticking to that. <laughs> uh, he won't even like even if he did want to come to Detroit. He did. That's one of his destinations. Right, but like even if he his three destinations are Miami. Genuinely want to go to Detroit over Miami. Listen if, this. Listen this. You, you got to think of it through this way. He wants to go to Miami, Philadelphia, or Detroit. Out of those three teams, which one doesn't have a quarterback? The Lions. Thank you. Because Tua's proving himself this year for sure. Jalen Hurts is that man right now at a whopping 7-0. and And the Lions just have Goff at 1-6. and Well, yeah. I mean, you can't put all the but, blame on him, to be fair. No. You can't. But Lamar will be younger, and he's way more versatile than Goff. You look at Goff's, some of Goff's throws over the last couple weeks, and they kind of solidify him as not the guy. Because I just bang my head against the cement. Well, like when it's crunch time, right? And we need to. He needs to lead a scoring drive. Yeah, that's where that's last, that's where we miss Matt Stafford. The last couple, <laughs> honestly, in the last couple of weeks, right? He we're not in a super hurry. We have time on the clock, right? And how many times does he throw a pick on first or second down? Yep. There, like you have to be smarter with the ball. And we're not like the Chiefs where it doesn't matter. You know, you can bail yourself out of it if you throw a pick. Like Patrick Mahomes, the one thing I complain about him is being careless with the ball, right? Yeah. But he's that guy. He can bail you out of that because he can turn around and then he can be the crunch time guy, right? Exactly. So it's just, yeah. I don't think Goff is the guy. He's a guy. He's a quarterback. He can throw the ball. He can sling him with the best of them. He's, he's fine. He's probably going to solidify himself as a backup role here in the future, unless he's just out of the league. Well, in general. even well, even he could probably go and be a 
pretty decent quarterback on a team that has a great offensive line and, and a great, you know, receiving core. Like, he could probably be a – like, you don't have to have a tremendous quarterback to be good in this league, right? However, Eli Manning proved that. Right. <laughs> you know that. Uh, but uh, – I mean, I'm being honest. Yeah, Peyton, Peyton is better than Eli. Oh, yeah. But also, like – I think the league has shifted now, and now more than ever, you have to be able to do more than one song and dance, right? It's becoming that you really have to be a mobile quarterback because offensive lines aren't what they used to be. No, nope. <laughs> almost everywhere, right? So you got to. Patrick Mahomes is a. He's always just a great example because he is versatile. He can run if he needs to, and he can throw with the best of them. But then you have a guy like Lamar Jackson who can really run the ball, and then he can throw if he needs to. I wouldn't say that it's the highlight of his game, but, you know, he's a very crafty quarterback that can come up with, you know, different ways to escape. Uh, but Jared Goff, um, again, he's just very neutral at everything. He's very average. I wouldn't say he's bad. And like you said, he's not the cause of the majority of these problems. It really comes down to the defense being downright terrible and the offensive, everything on the offense disappearing when we need it, you know, and that's what happened in the second half. You can't score, you can't put up a goose egg when you're leading a game in the second half. You just you can't. And then you know, on the other side, when what's the statistic right now? In the in the last six weeks, they've caused their opponent to punt the ball just like twelve percent of the time. Yeah, it's um... just ridiculous. It is ridiculous to to not be able to force punts the way that they can. Like they march down and, and you can pretty much write them for three or more points every time the other team gets the ball, no matter who it is. So it's just bad. But uh, so if they decide to draft a quarterback in the draft, I would hope it's Bryce Young and not CJ Shrug. No, absolutely not. Yeah, we we've been over Ohio State quarterbacks don't work. So yeah, I don't think they're hopefully they're not silly enough to do something um, like that, but. Yeah, but yep, Lions obviously lost this week, thirty-one twenty-seven. By how we're talking, you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, today they traded T.J. Hawkinson to the divisional opponent, the Purple People Eaters. Yep, <laughs> Minnesota Vikings, divisional opponent. So that you want to know what we traded him for? For for a second and a third round pick. Second and a third round pick. I want to hear one Detroit fan that's happy about that trade. There are, there are. So that's the thing is, remember, I was telling, I was saying before we started, I'm, Detroit didn't want to pay him. They really didn't want to pay him top five tight end salary because they're going to have to. They're going to have to pay him top five in the league. I mean, yes, money. but what I'm saying is he still had this year and another year on his contract uh-huh. next year. So you know. Second and a third round pick for a top ten tight end in this league that aren't very common. Is that what he, the, he the best a, they thought they could get? They, like I cannot believe that with that long because, left on his contract. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. I I'm confused. Like, like don't get me wrong. I'm not mad we traded Hawkinson. I'm mad what we traded him for. Yeah, right. Because like, and who we traded him to. I mean, yeah, that, that too. You know, I don't. Not very often you trade to a division rivalry, especially a top ten tight end. This yeah. Score. So, why? Like, if I can, he signs an extension in Minnesota, then the Lions are going to be playing him for a long time to come, 
And it just doesn't make any sense if the Lions actually have a time frame of being good. He's only 25 years old, right? They're going to have to play against him for a long time coming. He's going to be good. He has, he still has upside and he was good this year when he was healthy. You know, maybe it's health concerns, maybe it's whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is you traded a really good player for a second, third round pick in this year's draft, who you picked in 2019 as part of the solution by 2022. Because you drafted him and you're like, oh, by the time we're good, he's going to be blossoming. Well, guess what? He kind of started getting good, but you were never good. The Lions never turned that corner. So now they've got these draft picks, right, that they're going to draft. They're going to be like, great, we have more draft picks. And they're going to turn around in four years and be like, all right, we got to trade these guys for more draft picks because we got to keep rebuilding. It's just one perpetual fire that they keep throwing logs on. It'll never change. Ever. It's so, so annoying. Build through the draft. Build through the draft. Man, we must be building something huge with how long it's been building. Because 50 plus years? Yeah. It's just, it's a curse. You, you you look at this on paper and you cannot believe that this team has been this bad for this long. Yeah. You know, people are ready to pull the plug on everyone, front office, everyone, coaching staff. Didn't they fire the linebacker coach or linebacker something? Linebacker coach. Or, Didn't they fire or running the, back coach, Aubrey was? Pleasant or something? Wasn't it, wasn't it running back coach or something? I don't know what he was, but I'm like, what's that going to do? Yeah. I don't know. Fire the defensive coordinator. Fire everyone. Defensive coordinator, I can't even blame them because it doesn't matter what scheme you're running when your players the are scheme ain't working. Well, you have a high school players playing against. You have college. Yeah, okay, if you want to call them that. Jeez. I think I think they'd lose to they'd run they'd lose to Rutgers. Uh, sure. Put that defense on the No, nah, they lose to Maryland. Maryland. Um also they know the Thursday night game, Ravens beat Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thursday night football. Tom Ravens. Brady's first three game losing streak since two thousand two. Is it really? Yes, sir. Yeah. And also, the Ravens did acquire Roquan Smith, the linebacker from Chicago, over before the trade deadline. That is a huge pickup for them because they definitely needed a good linebacker. Now, some people were saying, some people were no over in the Ravens are getting their heads a little too big about him. I mean, he's not a bad linebacker. He's pretty solid, but he, um, so many, sorry, some of the uh, Ravens fans are. Like, oh, he's the next Ray Lewis, and no, you know that's no. not going to happen. I mean, you can't. It's Ray Lewis. You cannot replace Ray Lewis. Right. <laughs> so you look at how the Ravens started their season, right? Awkward. Yeah, and they beat the Jets in week one. They turn around and they lose to the Dolphins. Uh, they beat the Patriots, then lose to the Bills, then beat the Bengals, then lose to the Giants, and beat the Browns, then beat the Bucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they just the fourth quarter they blown those leads. Right. Three or four leads. Right. They they, and despite all that, they're first in the AFC North. I'm not shocked. So they had a very awkward start to their you know, their season, but it's almost hasn't mattered because that division's just sort of uh, yeah jank all messed up. Well, that's what we even right we were talking about how. What's going on? It's been usually, again, I, I think I said it two weeks ago, usually by this time, things have leveled out and the good teams sort themselves out from the, the rest, right? There's no good teams. There just isn't because any team, there, there's that old adage in sports, any team can beat any team on any night, right? Yeah. That's just true. This It's not usually true in the NFL. You know, it, usually you're like, you look at a game and you're like, 
okay, that's a definite win, right? And then usually you're right. This year, it's just been chaos. It's been absolutely flipped upside down because, you know, besides the Bills and the Eagles, I don't think anyone is feeling safe. You know, you could argue the Chiefs, right, are probably feeling pretty comfortable right now. But I think the only two comfortable teams right now are the Eagles and the Bills. And the Eagles are definitely very comfortable because they're rolling, man. But, yeah, for, you know, the AFC North is kind of interesting because it's just going to come down between the Bengals and the Ravens, right? And if the Ravens have... I mean, odds are, yes, but the Bengals, I don't think they beat a divisional opponent. They're 0-3 in the division. Yeah, because they just lost to the Browns. Yeah, they lost to the Browns on Monday night. But yeah. And now they're down Jamar Chase four to six weeks, and they looked lost without him last night, in my opinion. Lost. They did not look very good. I mean, the Browns' defense is not bad. Don't get me wrong. They have a good secondary. They got Miles Garrett on the line. I think they also have Clowney on the line, if I remember correctly. But they do not have a bad team, you know. I think what really set the tone for the game is that tip pass by Garrett that ended up an interception on right. the first drive. And that just and that was just Cleveland from there. They just they're like, yeah, we got his number. Yeah. And, you know, since Jamar Chase is out, he can't spread the field. So T. Higgins can't get as much targets. And Tyler Boyd doesn't get as much targets. And other than that, you know, you have Joe Mixon, but he's not playing like he did last year. Yeah, he's and, not mixing it up. And you don't have C.J. Uzoma. You have Hayden Hurst now. It's just – I just – Cincinnati's just sort of like – I didn't see them getting smacked by the Browns, though. Even with that, I can't believe they got beat that badly. 32-13 to 13 final score in that game on Halloween night. Yeah, definitely ugly from the Bengals. They didn't look good. They had no confidence on offense. Uh, Hopefully they have a bounce back week this week, and I think they go into their bye after that, I think. Yep, and they, they get to play everybody's favorite irrelevant squad from Carolina this week. So Carolina's good. Yeah, very good. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker's the new I'm not. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like He's been playing good the last couple weeks. Yeah, he definitely made it so Baker Mayfield won't see the light of day again. When he comes back, yeah. But, um... Other than that, you know, like you mentioned, uh, Eagles rolling the 7-0 and over the Steelers, 35-13. That game was never in question. I know I said there are some game, like, that game games. That game was you look no at, question. <laughs> you, you look at games and you're like, okay, that team's definitely winning, right? And then some, and this year you've been wrong. This game, it, it there's no there was no amount of, of hope that could have helped, like, helped the Steelers. I looked at that game and I said, Eagles are winning. And guess what? They, they rolled. It didn't even look close. It, it wasn't close. A.J. Brown, man, had a really good day. Three TDs. They they kept on only one touchdown, you know, just solid performance from the Eagles. They're well-rounded. They they got everything in the playbook they could bring out. Yeah, just... and then they also acquired Robert Quinn from the Bears in the trade, another defensive end, huge pickup, helped that uh, D-line. The one uh, injury the Eagles got, though, was Jordan Davis, the big nose uh, tackle on defense. He uh, rolled his ankle up, so he He's might be, be out. too long, though. Not 100% uh, it, certain, but... Isn't he, isn't he like, day-to-day? Day day? Like something like that. Like, I know he hasn't practiced this week, but he's, like, he's the one one uh, big dude from Georgia. I remember talking about him in yeah. the draft. He, he's, like, every time he's on the field and they run the ball, the, the other team only averages, like, two yards a carry when he's in the game. <laughs> it's absurd it's when he's in the game. The stats might have went up a little bit, but... Yeah, I remember, I remember the buzz around him. Yeah, so. huge guy. Yeah. Huge guy. And then... Um, Pittsburgh decided to send off Chase Claypool to the Bears for yep. a second-round pick. They just stole a second-round pick from the Bears, like stealing candy from a baby. 
You don't um, think Chase Claypool's good enough for a no, second round No, he's mid. Really? No, Claypool's like a fourth round draft pick worthy. Wow. He's not good. I like Chase Claypool. I think he's all right. You know, so you know what college he went to? Where? Notre Dame. Yeah. No. That's a fighting Irish. We don't maybe. like the Notre Dame around here. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, so Chase Claypool, I, I think he's fine. But like... He's, num- he's, he's already number one receiver status there besides Darnell Mooney. Well, I was going to say, like, the trade's kind of a head-scratcher because, like... They why, stole him from Green Bay, why put did, it that way. Why did the, <laughs> yeah, why did the Browns need him? They're not... I mean, the Bears? Yeah, sorry, the Bears. Why did they need him? Because they're not, not going to make the playoffs this year. They're, like, Justin Fields is not going to throw the ball to him. I mean, he threw the ball a lot last this week, to be fair. Yeah, but... Most weeks, what is he, like, 8 for 17 or 8 for 30 on? Like, well, I mean, sorry, he threw the ball a lot for his. Like, he threw the ball 23 times total. Yeah, and completed 17 of them. Yep, 150 yards, though. Yeah, but that's not good. I, you say, oh, yeah, but 150 yards, that's not good. That He's terrible. You're, you're defending. No, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Come on, I'm talking about for him, you know, for you, him. <laughs> you, you do not like Justin Fields. Don't even no. joke. Um, <laughs> I like how Zeke was out and uh, Tony Pollard over here decided to have himself a day. And then Jerry Jones comes out and says, yeah, we're sticking with Zeke even after the bye week. And everyone's like, oh, everyone's that's, like, Are you that's serious? a mistake. And then he comes out and crushes the Lions. And then he comes out and crushes the Bears. He scored 50 points on the Bears. Like, I don't think they made a mistake. I think they made the right decision. Well, they're like, they're like, after the bye week, we're going to have Zeke start again. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you are so dumb. Zeke is not as elusive as Tony Pollard. I'm right. being honest. Like, as an Eagles fan looking at Dallas, I am more scared of Tony Pollard than I am Zeke. Zeke is just a busty back that can just get in there, and, like, he's the power back, essentially, at this point. He ain't the old Zeke that he used to be, but Tony Pollard is faster and more elusive and a lot better pass catcher. Zeke is just the guy who can run up the middle and get you, like, the goal line TDs, in my opinion. Did he play this week? Zeke, no. You yeah, know? No, he was out. Yeah. That was all Tony Pollard this week. Yeah. 131 yards. And three touchdowns. Prescott, another great game from him. 50 points, Cowboys scored. I feel like any team playing the NFC North, any team from the NFC North this this year is like, oh, nice. Vikings. So? They're not good either. They're just the best of the, the four. They're, yeah, they're 6-1 and one because their division is terrible. You know the only team that the Vikings lost to this year? The Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> In prime time. <laughs> yeah. But you want to know who else have they played? Uh, the Lions, uh, the Packers, the uh, Cardinals, um, Dolphins. Dolphins. That's when Tua was out, though. I think uh, that was last week. So, or actually, the, no, because I think there was the buy-in between that. Maybe. Uh, anyway, I, I know they they have played them. They crushed the Packers in Week One. I remember Saints. They lost to the got crushed by the Eagles. Then they had the stunner against the Lions that. You know, put the Lions into a full tailspin. <laughs> uh, they beat the Saints, beat the Bears, beat the Dolphins, beat the Cardinals this week. So now they're six and one, top of the division. Now have T.J. Hawkinson as their tight end. Yeah, so their offense is scary. They had Kirk Cousins though. Okay, I I won't discredit that, but Kirk Cousins is actually having himself a decent year. He which has is pretty weird, but I mean, by Kirk Cousins, it's standards. still concerning that he's not good. I mean, okay, that that was analytical genius right there. No, so, I don't know. This week he's like 20, 20 for 30, or 24 for, yeah, 24 for 36. 
232 yards and two touchdowns. He's on the same level. He ran as for a touchdown too. He's on the same level as Jared Goff. He's better than Goff. No, they are they are virtually the same exact quarterback, and uh, the only difference is Minnesota has better everything, coaching staff included. So, yeah, just better running back. Well, honestly, the Lions don't have bad running backs either. But Cook has just been on a terror had like an over I mean, 100 yards again he's a, yeah. top, he's a top eight back uh, that's what i'm saying i'm just saying swift is, is good too you know I, i'm not gonna hate too much on the detroit running game because it's much better than it has been in years past yeah so. uh but not justin wrong. jefferson's been solid i just i don't know if i'm completely sold on the vikings but it doesn't really matter if i am or not because they won the, they won the division you can write them in pencil them in because Packers are terrible, the Bears are definitely terrible, and the Lions, you better believe, are basement tier terrible. Ten and seven. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> incoming. Yep. Nine game um, winning streak incoming. Broncos upset the Jaguars in London. Upset? Yeah, because that's the home field Jaguars right there. I don't know if I'd call it an upset, but I would because Russell decided he was going to stretch and do exercise on a plane, the whole plane ride on the way to London. So you know the team didn't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so that game was so bad. Yeah. Once again, we knew that we were sending them a terrible game. It's just most of the games we send over yeah. to the UK are not good, not good at all. So I Trevor mean, Lawrence uh, regressed infinitely in that game. He did. Uh, he was not good, uh, except in the first quarter. He was okay. When they were yeah. when they were leading like seven to three or seven zero, I think. And then two interceptions for him. Uh, the running game, ETN was just burnt. like he's like, no, we're not losing to the Broncos. We can't lose to the Broncos. We can't let them ride. We can't. And then they lost anyway. So yeah, that was uh, ETN's first game as true RB one because I did trade James Robinson yep. to the Jets, and he came alive, all for. Russell Wilson to throw 50% and one interception and still win with no running game. Broncos and, Nation rode off in the sunset. And Judy with like 60 yards and a touchdown. That's Crazy. So Broncos Road. What a great game. All, all the way across the United Kingdom, they rode. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> terrible game, though. It was not even enjoyable to watch. Falcons beat the Panthers in overtime. You want to know what was really crazy is that the Panthers should have won this game. But, you know, DJ Moore had to take his helmet off after the touchdown, get a 15-yard penalty unsportsmanlike, and then the kicker misses the extra point. That is the most Panthers thing you could do. You want to know what's even crazier? The Atlanta Falcons are first in the NFC South. I don't even. They're going. They're, <laughs> the Falcons are just going to the bowl, man. Yeah. Here they come. Look Same, you know what? It's going to be a what? Are they? That's NFC, right? NFC? So, NFC yeah. South. So yeah. we have the Falcons and Seahawks going to the bowl then, right? They're literally... Or Seahawks, NFC. The Fal- Actually, Seahawks, NFC, NFC South is probably What's just AFC? as bad as the NFC. What is the AFC team that's not that good that is in, like, first? can't remember. Ravens? <laughs> I think they're that good, but they're in first. There. We're going to have Ravens and Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. The Titans, too. I don't think they're anything special, but they're... When I was really... When, when I was really... A, Embarrassing this weekend? The Raiders. What happened to the Raiders? They got shut out. They pulled the Lions? They got they lost 24-0 to zero to the Saints. Oh, that's right. They looked horrible. 
Yeah, they kind like Devontae of... Adams had like one catch for three yards and then one rush for negative one yard. So we had a total of two yards in the whole game. And Derek Carr threw for like a hundred yards and like two interceptions or something. It was terrible. Did you say a total of two yards? Devontae Adams had a total of two yards. Seriously? Yeah. No, the the Raiders looked terrible. I don't I don't know. Like Derek yeah. Carr, fifteen for twenty six, one hundred yards, one interception. Did they pull him? Or did he get injured? Nope, that's his game stats. But they they also have someone else who was eight for thirteen. Oh, maybe they did pull him. So Stid, Stidham. Maybe they pulled him because he was playing terrible in the second half because they weren't going to win. Maybe it, was, maybe it was like fourth quarter. Josh Jacobs, forty three yards. Everyone else, negative one, negative one, negative three. Oh my God! What happened? <laughs> what am I looking at? Yeah, that game was bad for the Ra- the Raiders. Played horrible. Andy Dalton marched all over them. That's not supposed to happen. Alvin Kamara had three touchdowns or something. I think two touchdowns, hundred yards. Olave yeah. fifty yards. Kamara, I think caught a touchdown too. Didn't he have three? I think he caught three. Oh, Kamara had three touchdowns. Yeah, because he ran one in. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Man, the Raiders. <laughs> just, You're an awestruck over here. <laughs> I can't believe what happened. What happened? So they... they you they, really did not really notice this game, did you? No. No, I this. In fact, I thought the Raiders were on a bye this week. <laughs> Yo. So now they're two and five. Uh, they're not catching the Chiefs or Chargers now. And if they play like that, they're probably not going to... Ooh, they need some help. They need some milk. Yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. That's brutal. Well, all right, it's about time for a break here. Halfway through, we're going to have a pause for a station identification, but don't move a muscle. We'll be back in a minute with Red Zone Rewind. Alrighty, so we're back on the other side of the break. Red Zone Rewind Venturator, Austin Ragsdale, with you talking all NFL tonight. And uh, where did we leave off, Austin? Go ahead. Uh, we left off talking about how embarrassing the Raiders were, but I think we can move on from that yeah, one. Yeah, we've... we've um, now we can talk about how embarrassing the Jets' losing streak is to the Patriots. Uh, you know, okay, side story. So I had Buffalo Wild Wings yesterday, right? Yeah, not sponsored. Okay. <laughs> they have something new called the Sauce Gardener Sauce Sauce. Dude, that's my boy. And we, and we got it. <laughs> no, no, my girlfriend got it. And uh, how was that? It, it was really good. It's like a, it's like a it's like a um, it's a barbecue. It's not like quite spicy, but it's like spiced up. So like, it's like a different kind of like barbecue. a spicy barbecue. Not spicy, a mild but barbecue? Like, yeah, like a milder barbecue. It's not like Yo, a, I gotta go. Oh my god, like, was, dude, Sauce Gardner's my boy. I yeah, love him. So honestly, yeah, He's my favorite player, Sauce Gardner, Sauce Sauce at B Dubs is is pretty good. It's worth it, worth it if you're listening to this and you're like, what is Sauce Gardner <laughs> Sauce Sauce? Oh, this this small More podcast sauce, is saying dude. I should try it. All right, <laughs> so go ahead. It's it's pretty good. But yeah, no, the Jets um have dropped 13 games straight to the. New England Patriots, because the New England Patriots won 22-17. to 17. Uh, Mac Jones did get the start this week. Uh, overall, he didn't look too bad, in my opinion. He looked okay, you know. Same old Mac Jones. Same old Mac Jones. You know, the Jets had to run there for a minute, but, you know, since they lost Brees Hall, that running game's a yeah. little bit harder now. Um, but 
yeah, there's not much to say. It was just the Jets went back to being the Jets for a minute. Yeah, well, even then, like, this loss wasn't nearly as bad as, like, the typical Jets yeah. of past, right? So I'm still not worried about the Jets. I actually have found myself kind of rooting for them, you know? Yeah, but remember what I said last week? I said, in these coming weeks, we'll find out who the Jets really are because they play New England this week, the Bills next week, and then New England again. Yeah. That's, that's all division. Well, if they had Brees Hall, I think this game would have. I think they would have won. I truthfully believe they that would have been some extra yardage, some bigger plays. I think they win that game. Oh uh, yeah, I mean you never know. It's just one of those things, you know. Um, you know you had a great you had a great um game of the Titans Texans. Yeah, a nice seventeen to ten. Derrick Henry though, two hundred yards rushing. Yeah, how did he like? He had over two hundred yards rushing. Right. Think against, two touchdowns, right? Right. Against a terrible team and the Texans, right? And they still only scored 17 points, which is just a head scratcher for me because they should have buried this team. I just, I never understand why teams take Ryan their... Tannehill didn't play. He was injured. I guess. They had the rookie guy in and he, like, six for 10 for 55 yards. He, he literally, that is why 32 <laughs> carries for Derrick Henry. <laughs> They were like, all right, Derek, it's all you this week. <laughs> they literally, they're like, all right, Tannehill's injured. So here's the game plan. You're not going to throw the ball. Don't throw it even once. Just give it to this guy here, Derek Henry. He'll know what to do. And then he just proceeds to run for 220 yards. Yeah, so. You want to know, like, an underrated game that happened this week? It was boring up until, like, probably the fourth quarter. The last, like, two minutes. Go ahead. The commies and the Colts. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were going to see Giants or Seahawks or Commanders. and No, Seahawks are just better. Um. Yeah. Um, so this game, so Commanders are kind of tightening a, a little bit of a, a win streak here. Yeah, I mean. Look, look out. Taylor Heineke with the game-winning drive with two minutes left in the game goes down and runs it in himself and scores to beat the Colts and Sam Ellinger. Okay, so don't get me wrong. And J.T. Did tweak his ankle again. Yeah, I saw that. And they just traded Naeem Hines to the Buffalo Bills. And, require, and also, they attained Zach Moss. Yeah, I, I don't know about Zach. I don't know why, but they're just like, here, we'll give you Woo! We'll give another you Moss. player. But Heineke's looked pretty solid. He, looked, he didn't look It, it makes terrible. me wonder why they didn't just start the year with him. Because he's looked fine. Because they traded for Carson Wentz, and I know. makes more money. They thought Carson Wentz was gonna be better. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't play terrible for like a like couple games. Yeah, he played abysmal, but other games he played pretty uh, good. I don't know, Chief. But no, Heineke, he's just been there. He was there last year as a starter, so he just had, he knew the offense. Yeah. So it's just so it sort of is a little bit of a head scratcher. Yes, why they traded for Carson Wentz? Was this Ellinger's uh, first start? Yep. First so start. he didn't look terrible, all things considered. Like, he didn't yeah. look out of place. He's starting indefinitely for the rest of the year. Yeah, I figured. Um, but, yeah, that yeah, was that. I mean, that's, <laughs> that. That game was just something else. I mean, like, as a snooze fest, and in the fourth quarter, the teams were like, all right, let's go score ten points. Heineke's like, oh, it's uh, two minutes left, and we're down by six? I got time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, proceeded to win. Yeah, so, exactly. Go so, to the Commies. Commies 4-4 four four now. Yeah, they beat the Packers, so I appreciate them for that. And then the game. Yeah. <laughs> the game I that know. I literally have told <gasps> you the stats about. Why but you keep... won't my brain do something different? <laughs> when I tell you the 49ers play the Rams in regular season, okay. they have so, not lost. So hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. 
CMC is good. The Rams are terrible. <laughs> yeah, and Cooper Cup got hurt. Yeah, at the end of that game, yeah. The Rams are terrible. I mean, terrible. They look terrible. That's the best word I can use to describe them. Their offense is terrible. Their defense is nowhere near the same. Uh, they suck. Like, they're not good, dude. <laughs> Matt Stafford threw for like 187 yards on 33 pass attempts. Am I finally getting Ben to admit this? Uh, Cooper Cup had an okay game before he got injured, but even he didn't look great because they couldn't. All you have to do is cover Cooper Cup and you win the game because he won't throw to anyone else. <laughs> even though he has Higby, even though he has Robinson, like he has multiple people that he can throw to. He just doesn't. And now no one's sure even if OBJ is coming back. And like, even if he does come back, it doesn't matter. Why would he want to come back to this team now? Because they're not playoff contenders. They're not, uh, they're not making the playoffs, let alone doing anything in them this year. So, exactly. yeah, um, they're terrible. 49ers, Christian McCaffrey just decided to, you know, throw a absolute dime for a touchdown. And he also ran one in and also received one. Yep. He was the first player to have the trifecta since 2005. And I think it was LaDamian Tomlinson the last to do it. But I could be wrong Did it against that. the Rams, their divisional opponent that has owned them in the playoffs. And now they're like, nope, it's over. Yeah, the Rams are terrible. 49ers look pretty good. And this is just another game you can chalk up into the column of you just never know who's going to, you know, because for a while there, the Niners look sketchy. They're still four and four, right? It doesn't matter because every team in the league is four and four. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you you don't know who's gonna. There, we still don't know anyone, any team that has set themselves apart from the rest. All you have seen are teams that have beaten themselves down into the basement already. And of course, on top of that, Sunday is the cherry on top of the Lions being the worst team. So, but yeah, um, what can I say other than I told you so? See, that's all you need to say. We'll move on. Giant Seahawks. <laughs> Seattle. Yeah. Um, 27-13 over the Giants. Who is it that took a, a, a subtle dig at? Uh, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, Lockett. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up the quote. I um, sent it to you a few days ago, I remember. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm so surprised that the Seahawks are this good. They're first in their division, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, first in the NFC West. Yeah, yeah. Currently, they are because they're five and throughout their head by one, I think, over the uh, Niners. And yeah, I think they, the, Niners. the Niners might have beat them. I don't remember, though. I don't I'd know. Look, I would have to look again. All I know is the Seahawks just look fine. Remember how we were all talking about how this is a rebuild now for the Seahawks? Yeah, they could legit be like make some noise in the playoffs just because of how bad the NFC is. <laughs> no, their defense, those rookies yeah. they picked are good. And not to not to mention Walker is just a goat. He didn't have a great week this week, but he's still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, but Tyler Locker did say, um, and I quote: "It's amazing what we can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit." End quote. You know, when you hear that from an interview, yeah. You know, you're taking he's taking a shot at Russ. You know, because you know, I guess maybe in the there's behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. With Russ, but... Yeah, and... I don't... I don't know what I expected, but I definitely expected Russell to be better than the Seahawks when they parted ways, right? I thought they were both going to be pretty rough this year, but I thought the Broncos would be better first. And I was wrong. I was wrong. Not the first time, definitely not the last, but I was wrong. So, Geno Smith has just been good. I mean, he stepped into the role... And he's, this week, 200 yards again, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's very tidy. 
He's been a very tidy quarterback for the last couple of weeks. He's got a decent run game with former Spartan Walker there and uh, 18 carries for him, 50 yards and a touchdown. He ran one punch one into the end zone this week, but you know, Kenneth Walker, I, I thought was pretty solid at MSU, but I never knew if he could cut it like in the big leagues, he got this opportunity and he's made the, the most of it now. Again, not the like the greatest this week, but he didn't need to be great this week. And then you look at the receivers, right? And you have Locke and you have Metcalf, good win, right? It's so spread out between them for targets that they don't really have, you know, that one receiver that you're, you can commit to and you know that that's what the play is designed around, right? They're very versatile. They have a different playbook that allows them to spread out the receivers and has led to some pretty high-scoring affairs for them. And then, like you said, their defense has been able to hold off some of the better-scoring offenses. And this New York Giants offense had been pretty good. And Daniel Jones threw the ball more than he normally does. Saquon Barkley couldn't get anything going against them, although he did punch one into the end zone. But he, they couldn't really get anything going with him. Slayton had like six, seven catches. So very solid performance from the Seahawks, who I think are a lock for that division. I think that the Niners, now that they have Christian McCaffrey, I think that they could probably make it pretty close. I like the Seahawks. I think that they have a very good chance to win that division. So the Seahawks' three losses are to the 49ers, 27-7. Then they lost to the Falcons, 27-23. And then they lost to the Saints, 39-32. Who do they play this week? Or is it their bye? This week? Uh, uh, Cardinals, I believe, unless I'm wrong. I think so, it's Cardinals. They beat the Cardinals earlier this year. 19-9. I think that, you know, yeah, they play the Cardinals this this Sunday. So, you know, Seahawks, Buccaneers, Raiders, right? Right there. Three teams that they should beat because the Buccaneers definitely have not been playing. That game's in good. Germany. Is it in Germany? That game's in Germany. Yeah, see, it's a 9.30 a.m. start. So, I don't know. going to be different. I think both teams are going to feel some jet lag and it's going to be a little different. Uh, Buccaneers definitely have not been very good. Seahawks should you know, be able to, to beat, you know, the Cardinals, Buccaneers, and Raiders. Cardinals, I think, are the closest of the three because Cardinals haven't been terrible. Uh, but as you said, Modern Warfare 2 is out now. So Kyler, Kyler Murray's Murray is 0-1 since Cod dropped. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> but, but granted, he only lost by seven, and I think, or eight. <laughs> my thing with the Seahawks is the same thing I have against every team right now. You just don't know. I mean, it's been so unpredictable this year that they could lose the rest of the games of the year now that I've said something about them. So, you know, and then after that, seriously, you look at what's remaining in their schedule. Cardinals, Buccaneers, uh, Raiders, Rams, Panthers before finishing the season against the Niners, Chiefs, Jets, and Rams. So they have some very winnable games, but those are going to be key games there in December against the Niners and then against the Rams. Um both times. So definitely going to be interesting to see how they respond and if they're able to get something going. Yeah, true. And then uh, the last game of the week that we have not talked about was the uh, Bills and the Packers. Mm. I mean, the Bills came out swinging. What can I say? They came out swinging, and then in the second half, they just sort of went quiet, you know. 
Yeah, only, only kicked the field goal in the second half. Yeah, they right? only kicked the field goal in the so second half. The fourth half. quarter or the third? Third. So they scoreless in the fourth? Yeah, and then, you know, Packers got a field goal and a touchdown in the second half, but it was just sort of, Bills were already up too much. And yeah. Do anything. Too little, too late, even for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so, I mean, Bills moved to six and one, Packers a three and five. Um, Josh Allen had uh, three interceptions? Did he? I don't know. He had two. Two interceptions? Yep, two interceptions. Yeah, he didn't. He looked okay, but I mean, even for for Josh Allen standards, he didn't look great. But he had the one huge play to to Diggs that uh, I think that was a touchdown. It was a yeah big game. So yeah, I mean, they were just a better team. Fundamentally, the yeah. the Bills were just better on all facets of the front, and the Packers just. We were talking about this, right? The NFC North. Obviously, the Lions are in the basement, right? And I just if they if, if anything, just I want the Lions to beat the Bears. I just want the Lions to beat the Packers this week. But as I was getting there, so the Bears go out and they get a new wide receiver in Claypool, right? Now the Vikings go out, they get Hawkinson, a new tight end for them, right? And what do the Packers do? Nothing. Nothing. Woo! Why? Why would this team do nothing when? Their entire receiving core is injured, with Watson injured, with because they never do anything with Cobb injured, Lazar injured. What? Wh- why did they not do anything? Like that's he, just what Green Bay does. They do nothing. Aaron Rodgers cannot do anything. Like he can't do anything. He has nothing there. And I said at the beginning of the year, this is the year the Packers take a huge step back. I was right. They look awful, and I want so badly to. I know it won't happen. Okay, I'm just going to say this won't happen. But I want so badly for the Lions to win this week. If they go 2-15, and 15, I don't care. As long as that second win is against the Packers. Please, that would be so nice. It would give me such a warm, fuzzy feeling. Just beat them. Just beat them this week for me. For nothing else, just do it for me. Okay, Lions? Please. I, think I want be Lions so to funny. beat the Bears, and I want Aiden Hutchinson to sack Justin Fields multiple times. He doesn't throw the ball. You can't sack someone who doesn't throw the ball, silly. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> <laughs> just a very, very warm feeling if they just beat the Packers, because then I can tell everyone at home, yeah, we're the worst team in the league, but we beat you, so what does that mean for you? That's always fun to say, because it's those little celebrations. Yeah, I mean – that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Um, we can move on to picks. Yep, go ahead. What was my record? All right. So your record, Ben, <laughs> last week was eight and seven, and I went eleven and four. So, ah, why am I not good? All right. You don't think about analytics. You just say I like Stafford Rams. I do think about <laughs> analytics. Rams. I, I think about Jimmy analytics. G seven and eight. No, I, now. I literally think about analytics. No, it's you think of the craziest thing ever that's that's like oh the patriots are on a nine game winning streak against the jets how am i gonna know that i don't know that offhand <laughs> that's why you brought me right it's why i brought you you know this that's why you were supposed to beat me so i'm, I'm the lions of this game. i chose the jets last week let's put it that way <laughs> all right go ahead so who we got let's start it off thursday night eagles texans that's a thursday night game <laughs> who decided that should be a prime i hate okay I know the Lions are bad, guys. I know they're terrible, 
And to start the year, there was some hope around them, right? But when someone was designing the schedule, they really thought that Texans were deserving of a primetime game? The Lions are the only team that don't have one. I'm banging my head against a cement wall. So you're picking the Eagles, yeah? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Packers, Lions. Lions. I did choose the Eagles, and then I'm choosing the Packers. Okay. Chargers, Falcons. Um, oh, I don't know. It's really hard because Mariota is not good, but the Falcons, like I said, they're first in the NFC South. Chargers have been terrible. I'm going to say Falcons just because the Chargers really have been terrible. Their offense hasn't been good, and their defense hasn't had an answer. I am picking the Chargers because they're coming off a bye week. Okay. Um, Dolphins, Bears. (laughs) Dolphins. (laughs) I'm going Dolphins as well. Panthers, Bengals. Oh, man. Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals. Begrudgingly, because they really did look lost this week. And without Jamar Chase, I wonder how much damage. They need to win two of these games with him out, at least, to still have a fighting chance. Yeah, um, I do agree. Like I said, I picked the Bengals as well. Uh, Colts, Patriots. Um... I really liked what I saw out of the Colts, despite them losing. It looked like uh, Ellinger was able to shake off the rust throughout the game, but I just, I, I'm gonna go Patriots. I'm gonna go Patriots too. <laughs> I just can't. I like what I saw out of them, but I don't know. Bills, Jets. Bills. I'm uh, going. I'm gonna go Bills. Ah. I would I actually probably would go with the Jets if Hall wasn't injured. But I just don't think they're gonna have enough options on offense against the Bills defense. So I'm gonna say Bills. The Vikings and Commanders. Vikings and Commanders, uh Vikings. I'm going Vikings as well. Raiders, Jaguars. Jaguars? Just think just do Jaguars. I'm just gonna say that because Raiders look terrible. And I, I cannot a team that look that bad i can't yeah i'm going jaguars too because that's the same thing they looked so bad last week right uh seahawks cardinals um yeah seahawks i i think that they they're running the hot hand right now going seahawks as well uh bucks rams i don't even know the Rams are so bad, but the Bucks have been. I'm saying Bucks. I'm honestly. Going, I'm going Bucks as well. I just think the Rams look so 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 bad on everything. Like I just I can't even begin to. Titans, it. Chiefs. Ah, uh, Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs as well. Well, hold on. Um, I might just to differentiate from you a little more and give myself a chance to really win. Even though it usually Wait, backfires two on me. Picks right now. Yeah, but I kind of am feeling the Titans just because he's back. Derrick Henry's back. Um, the Chiefs are coming off a bye week. Chiefs are coming off a bye, so they're healthy, well rested. Uh, is this prime time? Yep, Sunday night. Sunday night. <laughs> We're going. T- well, I'm going Titans. Yeah, I'm, I'm changing it up. I'm going Titans. Wait, is uh, is uh, Tannehill going to be back? Can't tell you. Is he is he week to week? Like is he practicing? You know. Let me check the injury report really quick. Yeah, check that. Check the injury report. Get back to me. It just says questionable right now. I'm I'm gonna take the risk. I'm taking the risk. I'm saying 
comes back, they win. Or he doesn't come back and they still win. I cross my fingers. And then Monday night, Ravens-Saints. That's a primetime game, too? Okay. Why? Division. I guess, but, like... I mean, 5-3 and three versus 3-5. Three and five, I mean, and the Saints aren't, like, playing terrible currently. I thought about that. You know how they have, like, the promos, like, the, the feature little commercials for primetime games? Right? Yeah. Sometimes I wonder, like, how you make the commercials for those. Like, this week, for Thursday Night Football. How are you, like, the Eagles 7-0 and march in against the... One five and one Texans. The Davis Mills (laughs) against Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown in the Philadelphia. (laughs) Like, how do you even make it sound like it's going to be a watchable game? Because that's your job. You have to make it sound like the Texans are looking to bounce back. (laughs) Back from what they're terrified. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Anyway, so I'm going to say Ravens on that one. Ravens have seemed to figure it out. So they're either going to win or they're going to blow a 17-point lead to lose. Yep, I'm picking Ravens as well. And those are the picks for the week. All right. Hopefully uh, do a little bit better this week. I'm not terrible. I'm like 500. I'm 50-50. I shoot about 50-50. So, oh, what a week. What a week, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Nothing about it. I mean, uh, again, uh, there's just it's so much unpredictability, unpredictability. You can't yeah. really Yeah. I you, you no one has is head and shoulders above the rest besides the Eagles and the uh and the Bills. And you know, the Eagles have continued to just roll. I don't know if they're gonna go seventeen and zero. I kinda am just questioning when their first loss and who their first loss will come to, but Dallas. Dallas, you think? You heard it here. So. Dallas and Dallas. All right, well, everybody root for the Lions this weekend. They need your support to beat the cheeseheads. It's the only thing I want. The season's a bust. It's a wash. No one cares anymore. Please just beat the Packers. But anyway, from us, that's about it. We're about wrapped up here. So thank you so much for listening to Red Zone Rewind. I'm Ben Trader alongside Austin Ragsdale on 88.3 FM WXOU. As always, we thank you for your support. If you missed any of today's episode or you want to listen to the first couple of weeks of NFL action head to Spotify this week's winners you'll find Red Zone Rewind there in order of all the weeks follow me on Twitter at TWWBenny follow Austin at Austin9523 and uh, until next week we will see you later later